following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it's time for a Thursday edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio here at the Star in Frisco. Just days away from Cowboys Cardinals and even fewer days away, like only one and a half days away from a new year. And uh, I'm Bill Jones with Mickey Spagnola, and we're trying to get Everson Walls on the show. We, uh, at least we'll have him uh, via telephone here uh, shortly, but we appreciate you joining us and the Cowboys out on the practice field today in Shells. And it says here on today's pool report for the practice, outdoors sunny with shells and helmets. And it is sunny. It's almost 70 degrees after the day started off this morning when I woke up at 7 at 46 degrees. It was a little cooler this morning. Yes, it was. It was, yes. And by the way, for those of you who are headed to town for the game on Sunday, if you're coming from out of town and you haven't looked at the forecast yet, make sure you bundle up because it is going to be very cold here. And even though there's a roof on the stadium the last time this happened i saw people going to the game and i'm going yeah it's okay to wear just like a a jersey but you got to get to the game (laughs) that's exactly right you got to get inside and and as you know if you've been to at&t stadium uh, for most of you it will be a hike into the stadium and so and that goes for the game on friday afternoon too i don't know (laughs) oh yeah there is one what's the that's what i thought Uh, hey i think we have someone on the phone line now do we everson walls is joining us old school style via the telephone Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, we yes, can. We can you can. hear us? I'm so sorry, guys. I am so popular these days. I'm so busy. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm spreading myself a little thin here, and uh, I just thought I'd give you guys just a little, a little piece of me, just a little piece of me that I have left. <laughs> well, there's been technical difficulties all day here, starting with Mike McCarthy's press conference this morning, uh, when he couldn't hear us and we couldn't hear him. So. It was a failure to communicate for that was about 15 probably the, minutes. One of the second to last day of the year and one of the best days of the year for Mike McCarthy. Yes. He couldn't hear the media. <laughs> <laughs> I think he liked it like that. Uh, yeah, I think he did not. too. That's right. He could just ramble on. Uh, uh, Mickey just alluded to it. Uh, Everson, are you aware when the college football playoff games are this year? That's the what? December 31st, right? That's right. That would be tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At AT&T Stadium, we've got Alabama versus Cincinnati and the Orange Bowl. The night game at 6:30 is Georgia and Michigan. I got to say, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little disappointed. I was kind of busy yesterday. I did not get to see the Oklahoma game, uh, Bill. I don't think you missed anything. <laughs> what, what, what did the final score? It was forty-seven to thirty-two. Okay, they, they yeah. reverted back. They thirty-two. Revert, they reverted back to the old defense oh, uh, in the second half. It was half. like thirty to three. It was thirty I, to three. What, what, and I, I gave up. Back. What's that? Back with Stoops being back. Of course, that's right. Back. 
yeah. that old defense, yeah. Well, so it was almost like a microcosm. Here, it was a microcosm of his time at Oklahoma. You know, in his second year there, they won a national championship, and they played great defense with Roy Williams leading the charge. Yes. Beat Florida yes. State in the national championship game. Really was a shutout. It was thirteen to two. They took a late safety, and so they played great defense in the first half of last night's game. They were up thirty to three, and in the second half, it was like the last decade of Bob Stoops football in Oklahoma. <laughs> after he let Brett Ven- Brent Venables go to Clemson, and uh, Clemson became a great defensive team. But, I wonder if well, Venable- they, they, they have a they have an interesting stat. Um, if they're in the if they're in the hunt for the national championship, they are like zero and three, zero and four. But when you're just talking about non, uh, I guess non tournament bowl games, right? They've been they've been kicking oh, yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah. Early on in his time there, he was known as Big Game Bob, and uh, and the only bowl games that he won after. <laughs> After winning that national championship, were the games that didn't matter, the exhibition games. Really. I wonder. I, I wonder if say, Venables. I wonder if Venables in the second half said, "Okay, here I got this. Okay, <laughs> let me take over." Now right Venables' now. old Clemson team played some pretty good defense Boy, yesterday against did. Iowa State. That was a pretty good game too. Yeah. So um, no, I, got, I got to say, the worst Oklahoma loss for me was Boise State. Yeah. Oh yeah. Statue when, when of Liberty. They had the Statue of Liberty and then a freaking proposal. The hook and yeah. The oh, and the proposal after the game. That's right. And, yeah, man. Everybody wants to see that. And that was actually – Was that Kellen Moore's No, game? I was going to say that was actually before, before. Kellen Moore was the quarterback. Kellen yeah. Moore became the quarterback there right after that. Right after. That one got put Boise on the map. It was a Fiesta Bowl game. And, you know, as an Oklahoma fan, it's one of those uh, you roll your eyes out at because oh, because there were opt-outs on the OU team. Okay, have your fun at our expense. But, uh, yeah, but that's a memorable game. Here we are every, 15, 16 years later. Yeah. They went for every trick play That's right. That, that's why I was hoping last night that uh, Stoops would call a Statue of Liberty <laughs> and a hook and ladder <laughs> or a fake field goal, you well, know, just for old time's sake. It's not Boise, so it don't hurt as much. <laughs> See, that's, that's 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 what I wanted to go tell Army, by the way, in the yeah. military bowl. Yeah, Missouri was without seven starters, uh, a bunch on the offensive line. Well, and, we and get, both running backs. And, and, we're, and we're getting get to Cowboys, but one that's we do have a, a national semifinal at the stadium tomorrow. So one more little comment on the, this college football playoff. And the reason out the top, Everson, I asked you when are the games. I don't know that a lot of people know when these games are, and that's this more than any other reason is 2:30. why you got to go to an at least an eight-team college football playoff because for the last month nobody's been talking about this, this college football playoff unless your team is involved in it. Nobody cares until they they kick off, and then and then they have it on New Year's Eve. What you know. I thought they got horrible TV ratings on New Year's Eve. Well, it, and yet maybe, they, they scheduled maybe, it anyway. Maybe that's why the second game starts at six thirty, so right. it'll be so over everybody can get to their parties. New Year's Eve yeah, that's parties. right. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, the uh, when we walked in here, the practice report, the pool report, was hot off the presses. So let me catch you up on the Cowboys' practice today. They were in shells, outdoors, helmets. Uh, one guy was missing from practice, Quentin Bohanna. Uh, only guy on the active roster was not participating in practice. Uh, we haven't heard yet why. Uh, so we can assume one of two things. Either he had an illness, 
he had a virus, or maybe three things, or he had a real injury, right? Uh, so we'll see where that one goes. But uh, Tristan Hill, good thing, is back practicing. So the defensive tackle position uh, will at least have like three or four guys that can play uh, in there since they lost Hamilton. Did you know that? Justin Hamilton got signed off the practice squad. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, and they liked him. I mean, they elevated him several times right. uh, to uh, help out, and he, he did all right. Who signed him? Carol. Denver. 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 Okay. Yeah, this is when teams that. You know, are looking to next year. That's you right. Raiding people's practice squads. Mm-hmm. Right. I was going to say they can't do anything this year in Denver. Yeah, right, and that's why Kamara wound up uh, with the Carolina that picked him up a week or so uh, ago. Yes, it was. Yeah. Car- that's why I was. Oh, yeah, I did Carolina. not notice someone picked up. Oh Kamara. yeah, 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 yep. 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 This is the time you you poach. You know, and and the Cowboys were trying to get him to the practice squad, and it didn't have. And I knew as soon as they uh, released him that he wasn't going to get. And there. when they poached him, there was three games left, and you have to keep him on the fifty-three for three games. So basically, when the season ends, they'll still have his rights, and they can uh, claim him as an exclusive rights free agent. So, uh, yeah, they can't get him back. Okay, so also Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Dak Prescott, they all spent time on the cords as they have been for the last couple weeks uh, with Britt Brown. Uh, All three guys yesterday that were limited, Tyron Smith, Malik Turner, and Demarcus Lawrence, were in practice. And Jordan Lewis, who was on reserve COVID-19, was at practice and he was activated off the reserve list, so that bodes well for him being available for the game. And I saw one interesting note, and I'm trying to see where I wrote it down. Uh, It was on the practice report for yesterday. And, oh, for the Arizona Cardinals, on their practice report yesterday, they had nine guys that Mm -hmm. didn't practice, including Uh uh, their starting safety, Bubba Baker, Buda Baker. Buda Baker, Bubba. <laughs> the D's look <laughs> like D's, right? I know, I know it was. That's back in the day, Buddha. man. You bring it up, Bubba uh, Baker. That is. And <laughs> Bubba Baker. Their uh, running back, James Conner, uh, did not practice. Also, What's going on with him, uh, Spag? Uh, that's, that's, that's legitimate stuff. Yeah, right he, he's a pro bowler. He has a heel problem. Did you tell me how many touchdowns he's got this year? Yeah, like 17, 14. 14 rushing touchdowns right. and two receiving that's, touchdowns. That's why he made the Pro Bowl. And, and yeah, because his yards, he's only at 700, 700 yards and averaging Zeke's, under four yards a carry. Zeke's going to end up rushing for 1,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? He's got, he's got 10, 12 touchdowns. I think he's got – I just looked it up because he's got two uh, receiving touchdowns. Yeah, but the Pro Bowl voting takes place in November, so. Yeah, that's the fan voting. (laughs) I know you're being facetious. (laughs) I'll help you out there. Where's my totals? I want to say Zeke Zeke was at. uh, You know, Connor, I think Connor is one of those guys. I think I've mentioned this earlier in the year. About yeah. just his, his story is amazing. And I yeah. think that's why he got some so many votes. So uh, Zeke has 10 rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns. So he's got 12, and he's at 899 yards rushing. It's going to have to be a pretty damn good year for Zeke Elliott. I'm yes, sorry. considering, right? 
Yes. And, he, and he's averaging over four yards a carry. Kind oh, of, he's over four yards a carry. I remember they were dogging him about how he has no burst. He can't get anything done. I mean, that's turned out to be a pretty good average as well. And Connor's average was 3.7, by the way. Uh, Zeke is at 4.3. So, yeah. That's, uh, a, that's That average is fine. 3.7. No, 4.3. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And the other thing on the Arizona Cardinals, their leading sacker, or leader in sacks, however you want to put it, <laughs> Marcus Golden is on COVID reserve as of yesterday. So we'll see if he gets back. He leads the team with 11 sacks, 19 quarterback hits. Those are and the I'd kind of defensive ends you get out of the University of Missouri. That's <laughs> right. Um, and I think he went on. I think it was Monday that uh, Golden uh, when was the tested 20th? positive. It was in in the paper on the twenty eighth. Yeah, so, so that's Tuesday. So, Tuesday, so, it was, so, so Monday, Monday the twenty seventh. So, he's got, so he's got a shot at getting back for right. Sunday then with the new rules. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, you know it's it, it's just interesting looking at Arizona and how their season has taken a U-turn from where it was after seven games, going from seven and zero until uh, now they're ten and five, so they're three and five their last eight games. They're almost the opposite of what we were talking about Miami, who which lost their mm-hmm. first seven. These guys won their first seven and three and five, but I think. Three of those eight games, Kyler Murray was out. Right? Yeah, but they won two of those. And with Colt McCoy as a backup. Yeah, yeah. So, well, maybe they need to start Colt McCoy. <laughs> and so I've, I've just been looking at them, trying to figure out, okay, where have things gone haywire for them? And of course, Everson, one of the big things is uh, the loss of DeAndre Hopkins. When you lose a weapon like that, uh, it's going to affect things offensively. I just let you know how important he is to that team because once they lost him. They have not been the same team. And it's been a domino effect like anything else. They can't score, so therefore there's more pressure on the defense. And this defense was highly touted early in the season until the offensive weapons started to, 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 to uh, go away. And so, yeah, they're looking. You know, everyone has the same excuses all year long. We have all hit that uh, personnel Shortage, you know, we've all had that uh, come come down the pike on in every uh, organization, and so this is what makes me nervous. I want to know what the players are doing uh, to really just stay out of COVID's way, you know, because you can go home to your family, uh, but it's different when you go home to your family now. Let's say you got kids in school, right? Kids come home. I mean, what what are we doing? Are we isolating for my kids? You know, as players. Uh, because right now this is the most important part of the season. And I just want to know, do players and families, are they taking extra precautions? And how is that affecting their family lives? Because, you know, we talk about spreading COVID and how important it is right now for people to to be ready to play ball going down to the playoffs. You don't want to be that guy that gets COVID at the wrong time, especially if you're a quarterback or uh, a star player. You know, this stuff here, man, it's it, past what you're doing on the field. This is way going, this is going way part, this is going uh, towards what you're doing off the field. And these guys are, you know, losing some precious time 
during a precious time of the season. That's why I you said know? yesterday the Omni, the Omni, especially for Dak, they need to shrink wrap them. You know, like they, like you do uh, whatever when you put it in the freezer. Uh, yeah. And chain them into his room. Don't <laughs> let them out. Well, Carson and Wentz, here's the Carson other thing. Wentz is out. Carson Wentz is out. I, uh, it looks like fans. it, although he has a chance to get back yeah. in time. Right. With the, the day after it came out that Wentz, you know, had tested positive and, and the, the rules there for an unvaccinated player is that he had to sit for 10 days. Well, the CDC that very same day across the board, uh, the guidelines went from in half from 10 days to five days. And the NFL adopted it and the Players Association agreed to it the next day. And so uh, Wentz actually has a chance to play this week. I guess now. See, and that's why the good thing was for the Cowboys, when you, Everson and you were talking about, you know, their family and uh, friends or whatever, but the Cowboys were going to allow family and friends to come in and get tested at least. Now, you're probably not staying away from them. And then the other factor in there is not everybody's got a family, you know, so guys are getting out and they yeah. just need not to do it. This is the time yeah. where all of that social stuff, and that's why the bubble is so good for the NBA. And allowed them to, to go through with, God, I don't know, just a small percentage of positive testing at the time. I think we need to take that bubble mentality home with us, you know, especially this time of year. And I know it's tough, holidays and all of that. But, man, uh, let's just be real. Holidays are one thing, but this is your money. This is your job. You know what I mean? So, yeah, family is, is very important. You can still be with family, but everyone under that roof. At your home, they should be aware of how delicate a time this is for for everyone in the NFL. Okay, Everson, let me take you back to 23-year-old Everson Walls. (laughs) And I I remember 23-year-old Bill Jones, okay? And when I'd come home to Dallas and that Greenville Avenue over there, I wanted. Ooh, I wanted. Yeah, man. And and we went there, especially over the holidays. And so yeah. so, uh, look back in your time capsule, way back forty at years 23 ago. Twenty three years old. Yeah. Twenty three years old. I was just about to sign my bigger contract. Uh, still living at home with mom, by the way. Yeah, still yeah. living. Still living in Hamilton Park at twenty three years old. Still sleeping in my childhood bedroom. I would have been all over Hamilton Park having a ball. I mean, you know, come on. So how tough is it for these guys that are one, two years out of college, they're 23 years old, to keep them? And living in Dallas, Texas. And living in Dallas and not... uh, I just remember the interview they did with Charlie Waters. It was a couple years ago, and uh, Charlie gets here. Uh, he's playing for the Cowboys. He's 23, 24 years old. And this is the early 70s, by the way, in and Dallas, they, they Texas. And Charlie basically said, if I hadn't gotten married, I think I'd have killed myself. Because <laughs> he was having so much fun. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing about me. What the, the good thing was, you know, uh, I had Sher- 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 I grew up with Sherelle, my wife. So we were always, you know, we're in the same neighborhood. Uh, I think, really, living home with mom and being with Sherelle, I think they would have, uh, they would have kind of 
put a kibosh on some a, a lot of the stuff that I would have wanted to do. Like talk some so, sense into you, right? So they, you, they you had a good support would, system around been, you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would have been blessed with a support system. But I, I know that but that's not everybody. That's a unique situation, no doubt. No doubt. Very unique. All right, uh, we're just getting started on this edition of uh, Mixed Shots, and we will continue in just a moment. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo quiero, yo quiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. Hey, Cowboys Nation, head to the pro shop to step your game up for the playoffs. Score classics like jerseys, tees, and hats, plus exclusive collections and unique accessories when you visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience. And it sounds like they might have something that says clinched. Meaning, ah, the division. So there's a header here. It says Pro Shop clinched, and then in the read, it doesn't say anything about clinched. But hmm. I'm guessing they got that, something special there's something there. there. Okay, good. So step up your game for the playoffs. All right, very good. Uh, and uh, let's see, where do you want to go next here, Mickey? I got an interesting stat I just kind of stumbled into because somebody asked me a question about. Uh, uh, if you're looking at the Cowboys' defense, what concerns you? And I said, I still am concerned about them giving up big plays. Because even though they basically shut down Washington, I think they stopped them with like 284 yards it total It was Washington. Offense. It was Washington. But they had three plays. So 57, I think it was 57 snaps for 284, something like that. They had three plays for 100 yards. So 
54 plays, they only gave up 100 and something, right? So the Cowboys' downfall on defense, if they're not getting takeaways, is they keep giving up big plays. So I looked in the, in the stats, and the Cowboys have given up 56 plays of pass plays of at least 20 yards, right? And I was thinking, well, just a little bit I've watched Arizona. They seem to produce a lot of big plays, like Kyler Murray loves just throwing the ball down the field, deep, high, 50-50 uh, balls, uh, and, and, but they complete them. Well, if the Cowboys have given up uh, f- 55 plays of 20 yards or more, Arizona has 56 plays of 20 <laughs> yards or more. And get this, of that 56, 24 of them are for more than 30 yards. So 42% of those passes are more than 30 yards downfield. That, that tells me that this deep, that Cowboys defensive front better have a good game against the Arizona offensive line because they will get the ball down the field. And I know they don't have Hopkins, but they do have Christian Kirk, who's turned into their basically their leading receiver. And I, I went back and looked, and we should never go back to look at last year, right? The defense was so poor, so poorly coordinated. But in that game that the Cowboys got beat 38-10, to 10, Christian Kirk caught two passes. One, a six-yard touchdown pass. The other, an 80-yard touchdown pass. <laughs> and Kenyon Drake, who I don't think is there with nope. the Cardinals anymore, had a 69-yard touchdown run. So there's 21 of their 38 points on three plays, big plays, or at least two big plays. Do you remember Dearness Johnson? Dearness Johnson. I do not. Cleveland running back that oh, ran yes. all over that defense yes. last year? Yes. Okay. Yes. Everybody was, everybody, as you said off the top there, everybody was doing it last year. Right. That's what makes this intriguing. And Everson, what I'm looking forward to is Micah Parsons. Uh, against this Arizona offense, and Micah was asked about Kyler Murray and what a, a different animal uh, Kyler is. Is he a cheetah? Is that what he is? He called him a cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and he basically said, yeah, he said, in the cheetah will outrun the lion, but the lions run in packs. And when you have more That's lions, right, you can stop baby. the cheetah. That's right. That's right. Loving that. That's, That's the, the matchup answer. I'm looking forward to. That's the answer right there. There's always one cheetah, but you got a bunch of lions. So somebody <laughs> asked him, where do you get all this information on the animals? And he said, I watch the Animal Channel a lot. <laughs> hey, who did right? Because I mean, last, last, last week it was the gazelle, right? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the lion will get the gazelle. Because we go in packs. Well, now he can get the cheetah in packs, too. <laughs> the cheetah is always alone. He's, the, the he's lion amazing. always runs in the pack. I watch that stuff, too, now, guys. I, I love it. And, by the way, they talked about Kyler Murray. I was looking at the Arizona uh, website, Arizona Cardinals website. They talked about Kyler Murray probably at the top of many, uh, many uh, publications list as probably the best high school player in history. The best football. You probably wouldn't get many arguments with people around here since he went undefeated. I tell you guys all the time, I was there for several of his playoff games. 
And boy, it, I, I swear, I, I'm not impressed much in that in that manner. This this guy, I knew he would be special. And when he went to A and M, I was wondering what the heck was taking so long, you know, for people to realize just how good this guy is. And they actually put some doubt out there in his in his ability because no one would really play him. They wouldn't play him. Mm-hmm. And then finally he got his shot. And I, I well, knew, and he, he transfers, and that was back in the old days where a quarterback had to sit out a year. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's backing up Baker Mayfield. And, uh, you know, going into that, you know, he, he didn't even take part in uh, – you know, he he was playing summer baseball, baseball and, and he's right. playing in the springtime. He was playing baseball on the OU uh, baseball team, and as you'll remember, everybody knows the story now. But maybe some have forgotten. You know, he was the ninth overall pick of the Oakland A's in the baseball draft, and that was before he stepped on the field to do anything at Oklahoma. I mean, going into that that Heisman Trophy winning season at OU. Yeah. He was. Everyone thought, oh, he's going after this season. He's going to be playing major league baseball, or not major league, but he'd be signing with the A's. And yeah. and uh, and then he had finally he got his opportunity, and obviously he made the most of it to the point that you know six months later he's the number one overall pick of the Arizona Cardinals. And when you think about it, yeah, it was obviously it was Cliff Kingsbury. Kyler Murray is the reason. Cliff Kingsbury got that job with the Arizona Cardinals, really. Because he went in, when he interviewed for that job, he went in there because he was going to be the USC offensive right. court, already hired there at USC after being fired at Texas Tech. And he went in there, and I guarantee you, he told, he told those Arizona Cardinals, uh, the front office staff and ownership, that we draft this guy. And we can do this, and sure enough, it's panned out that way. And of course, he had uh, one, uh, you know, skins on the wall because he was the guy that coached Patrick Mahomes, and Mahomes had just done what he had done uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs after getting his opportunity. So, oh, well, you know if that, you go you back to last well. year, last year's game, mm-hmm. he was only against the Cowboys nine of twenty-four for 188 yards, but two touchdowns. I've told you the two touchdowns, right? So one pass, eight completions uh, he had for 108 yards, and then one completion for 80 yards, which was a touchdown. He ended up with only one sack and a 93.8 quarterback rating. So they kind of controlled him. He makes everything so shiny and bright. You know what I mean? Even though he may not do anything on that play. It used to be like Fran Talkington, Bill. Yep. You know, he, he would scramble, scramble. I mean, he would scramble 50 yards and complete a five-yard route. And that, okay. and, <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's why you talk about watching him in high school. He, you know, he he was he's a terrific passer and everything. It, but it was that speed on the field that uh, I mean, high school kids couldn't couldn't catch him. College kids couldn't catch him. NFL players can't can't catch him on the field, and uh, and it, it just sets him apart uh, from from others. Now, uh, Everson, do you know uh, Kevin Murray, Kyler's dad? I do not. But okay, but, I, uh, but Kevin, yeah, I'm, I'm adjacent to him. Go ahead. Yeah, well, and Kevin was a great quarterback coming out of North Dallas High School, uh, went to Texas A&M, and, of course, broke his ankle. And it, Man, it, it, I, still, I still remember that picture, Bill. That's I right. I still remember that picture. They, they, they showed it in, in, in still, a still shot, of course, on the cover of Sports Magazine. That was crazy. Yeah. The cover of sports. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, of course, uh, 
Uh, Kevin's uncle, Calvin Murray, uh, was a great baseball player for national champion team at Texas and uh, yeah. and played in the and made it to the big leagues. And so to uh, accentuate what you were talking about is speed and ability to run. While he didn't hurt the Cowboys that bad throwing the ball, he had 10 carries for 74 yards. There you go. And a touchdown. There you go. So that's what you got to be able to worry about. But uh, let, let, let me get back, guys. I kind of got off track because I wanted to talk about giving up the big plays because, hey, my rookie year, I ain't going to lie, that was, was kind of my forte. But uh, we had, as a unit, we talked, I brag about our numbers, and I always try to compare this group to ours because we had we have the exciting front line, we have the exciting playmaking defense, but we did give up too many big plays, especially early on in the year. Now, as we went into the playoffs, that all changed. We weren't rookies anymore, and we didn't play like rookies anymore. We gave up fewer big plays. We became a more solid defense throughout that playoff, and that's including the San Francisco game. Our defense was very good, and our third down defense was always the best in the NFL. And that, to me, reminds us so much of this team. So, to me, as we're getting closer to the playoffs, these guys are looking better, just like we did. Okay, they're looking better. I look forward to them being more solid, uh, Spags. And I don't know what those last four numbers, those last four weeks look like in regards to your big plays, big play numbers. Uh, But I dare say that they're probably uh, diminishing. And everything's looking a bit more solid because that's the pattern that you want going into this stretch of play throughout the playoffs. So I bet I can look those up for you real quick. And that's the thing, because even in the San Francisco game, we held them down very well. You know, the last drive just got us on both sides. And so, you know, you're looking at solid – you were looking at solid numbers going out throughout those playoffs. I think we killed uh, Tampa – and then uh, had Joe Montana on the ropes until the last drive. So those things you can hang your hat on, I believe. They're looking better, and I think they've become more familiar with each other as a unit. So in the Vegas game, Thanksgiving Day, they gave up 20 plays of 20 yards or more, run or pass. Mm-hmm. 20, eight, plays, eight plays of 20 yards or more. Oh, that was There wasn't 20. Deal. Do what now? Did I say it backwards? You said, well, I thought you said they gave up 20 plays of 20 yards no, no, or more. No, no, no. Okay. Eight, plays, <laughs> eight <laughs> plays of 20 <laughs> yards or yeah. more. My jaw but dropped. Look, check this out, though. I knew it was bad. I knew it was that bad. I knew it was bad. <laughs> like, damn, that bad? Well, here's how bad it was because the pass plays were 56, 31, 35, 54, and 30. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, since that, uh, in New Orleans, Taysom Hill. Uh, one, yeah, two, man. three, four, five, six, seven plays total, run pass, and then of, of how many of yards? Tw- at least twenty yards. And then Washington, the first time around, one. Um, they missed. Did this? It should be Giants. This the next game was the Giants. Glennon, uh, Mike Glennon, just one, two, three. And then Washington again. Taylor Heineke. One, two, three. <laughs> so Derek Carr, Heineke, Glennon, and Heineke and again. Taysom Hill right? was in there too. Yeah, yeah. and Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and injured mm-hmm. with a broken finger. Uh, and yeah. now we got Kyler Murray. And by the way, 
Kyler Murray's last four games since coming back from his injury where he missed three games. How many touchdown passes does Kyler Murray have in his last four games? Three. Close. Four. He's got four touchdown passes in the last four games. How many touchdown passes did Dak Prescott have in the first two quarters the other night? Played four. Yeah. <laughs> he did have four. That's, that's right. And, All right. And not to bring up another horror story from last year, but in that game against Arizona, they ran 35 times for, take a guess, uh, 369 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Close. 261. Okay. You know, Bill, Bill just came up with 369. That's all he did. <laughs> 261. Wow. Oh, All right. Uh, we got, you know what, Everson? We don't have a show tomorrow. So you know what's coming up next? It's our picks to click. And who's going right. to win on Sunday when the Cowboys play the Cardinals? The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back, back, back. To Mick Shots. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details. And hey, join today. And it's a good thing I looked at today was Thursday because on my reads here, there was a Friday. And I was thinking, okay, this is the last one. I'll just read those. And it's like, oh, no, that's Friday. We're not doing Friday. Nope, we're not. It's a New Year's Eve uh, holiday. And uh, so that means we're making our picks right now for the Cowboys and the Cardinals, Everson Walls. 
What you got this week? All right, guys. Uh, I think it's pretty easy for me. As far as the score is concerned, I think this is going to be a really exciting game on both sides. you got playmakers on both sides, even without D-Hop being with the Cardinals. They still have a good squad. I think they're going to come in with a lot of pride, and they need this game, guys. They're going to pull out all stops. That's not like they're just going to come in, you know, wounded and, and, and feeling sorry for themselves. They're going to come in pretty hopped up and, and, and ready to go. So I'm looking at uh, a close game. Uh, I think the Cowboys offense is going to be real strong. So we should get back into the 30s. I'm looking at a 31-21 to 21 game. Okay, Dallas Cowboys winning that. And, uh, man, my, I think my record's going to fall. Everyone acts like it's falling already. Hey, man, <laughs> man, he, he, I'm sorry, man. You was, I was 40 years strong. Yeah, I'm still there, brother. Hold on. Let's just relax. But uh, I look for him to get one tomorrow. Uh, we talked earlier about 50-50 balls. They're going to try him. They, they really are. I think he's going to be ready for them. So, yeah, one pick for Diggs. 31-21 Cowboys. I wonder if they give him Christian Kirk. Like, he goes wherever Christian Kirk goes. Oh, I think it'll be... Or they play it straight. I think they'll play it straight, straight up. Yeah. Too, you got A.J. Green, you know. Well, that's true. Although you never know which A.J. Green you're going to get. Yeah, right. man. Exactly. That guy's weird this year. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, to... Um, Zach Ertz. Don't forget Zach Ertz, too. Yeah, well, that's true, Ooh, too. Yep. man. Mike McCarthy basically said, "This is going to be a playoff type game. I need. Yeah. I mean, we both need this game, and I yeah. think we'll see that on Sunday afternoon." He also said that Cardinals' urgency will be high. They uh-huh. lost three straight. They need to win to keep up with the, or at least stay close to the Rams on their heels for the division title. So. I am going to go with Cowboys 27, uh, the Cardinals 23. Mm. And my pick to click is going to be the Linebacker. There you go. <laughs> Linebacker. Linebacker. <laughs> Micah Parsons. Hey, did, did, did we, uh, did we uh, uh, you know, get a little priority on that term? On that, didn't we come up with that? Yeah, term? we did. And yeah, I saw some. I think to... Nick Eatman had something to say about it too. Oh, he did. Yeah, I think he. Oh, okay. I saw a tweet we, that uh, we, we must. Have, oh, we yeah. must have tied. We yeah. didn't make it oh, as public, okay. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Although it was in my column, I, I guarantee you I used linebacker. <laughs> I love it. Love so it. you're up. All right. Um, you know, I think J. Ron Curse needs some love. And so nice, I'm going to go nice, with, with Curse. I'm going to go with, with Curse. Yeah. Going to shut down Ernst. Uh, I'm, that's if he doesn't shut him down, he'll have an impact. Okay. And so how about a pick? I'll, I'll go with a J. Ron Curse pick this week. All right. Now will now will Parsons get to Javon Curse's NFL rookie record? It's the other question, though. His uncle. Yeah, his uncle. Parsons has 13 sacks, needs one and the more. record is 14 and a half. Yeah, right. Funny. <laughs> is he going to get it this game? I think Parsons. He, he gets one for sure. He will get Murray. He's going to get to 14. I think. I think he will get Murray too. You got Mahomes. You know, it's it's, and this is 
Uh, you know, Parsons is. We've already seen early in his career. He's prime for the for the cheetahs, for the the top guys on the other side. Can, can we just yeah. get a, a showdown? Him uh, running and uh-huh. Parsons running that's after right. him, and see who wins the race. Uh-huh. That's 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 the matchup that I can't wait for. And then uh, as far as the score, I'll go uh, thirty to twenty Cowboys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you too close to me, Bill. See. No, oh yeah, you fair. went thirty-one twenty-one. All right, I'll change mine. I'll fair, go forty-five man. to seventeen, Cowboys. Forty-five seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could happen. It could. In defense, could you believe? Huh? Uh-huh. What well, I had them fifty-six fourteen last week, yeah, so maybe right. the forty-five. I did have them fifty-two to seven. I think the week before. So. Yes, you did. You were just a week off. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's a good thing we're here to keep him straight. You know? All right, that's right. So, and uh, who wins the game? Uh, well, the game tomorrow afternoon kicks off twenty-four hours from right now. Mm. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl, the Alabama Crimson Tide against the Bearcats of Cincinnati. Who wins that game? Alabama is a thirteen and a half point oh, favorite. My. I think that's good. I think that's accurate. Yeah. I think Trayvon will be very happy with the results. I do too. That quarterback. I mean, you, you got to have a quarterback that can get you out of trouble and not put your defense in trouble. I think they have that. Yeah. Bryce Young has played well. Yeah. Have so, the Cowboys yeah. ever had a football player from Cincinnati? Hmm. Uh, they did uh, cornerback. Uh, they drafted him, and I can't remember his name. It was. Oh, and you didn't the, bring your book with you. Oh uh, seven or Mickens. Uh, oh, I remember that name. Yeah. Oh, you right, do Saul. have it. Okay, Saul. we can't leave until we see this. All right. We'll figure it out. Six players actually. Six players, Six from, players Cincinnati. from Cincinnati. Wow. Yeah. How many from Missouri? That's the question. Oh, it's it's, it's at least a dozen. <laughs> Uh, what year was that? You Let want me, me to start see. naming them? Nine. Yes, sir. Nine. Nine from Missouri. How about that? Oh, I got to find Come in from Grambling, Chris. Uh, one. Hold on a second. Not you. Two. It's two. It's <laughs> two. Just, just look up the. Oh, what, you, not a draft pick from Grambling. Don't they there's list three? Oh, yeah. There's three. Yeah. They don't list them by team. Uh, they wanna... do by team. It's by team. Grambling. Damn. Grambling three. got three. Uh, three. Yeah. Wow. You're on the wrong page. I want to look at it my way. Cowboys all-time draft by college. That's what I heard. Mike Mickens. It was Mike Mickens who was a seventh-round draft pick in 2009, the ill-fated 2009 draft class. That's why no one remembers So he didn't make the team, did he? No, he did not make the team. So who else? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They also drafted in that same draft D'Angelo Smith in the fifth round out of Cincinnati. So two out of that 2009 So the draft scout class. that was working Cincinnati got his way. <laughs> it, it missed on both of them. You know, if you look at the list by colleges, you'd do it a little faster. I thought I got there pretty fast that way. Well, you're lucky you remembered the year. Uh-huh. Well, I knew it, it wasn't a good draft pick. So <laughs> if it wasn't a good draft pick in Cowboys history, start with 2009. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go. Was it bomb? Was it bomb? Uh, uh, Wade, yeah. I mean, Wade. I'm sorry, Wade. <laughs> Wade was the Wade. coach, yeah. In 09. Yeah, yeah. in 09. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. when they traded. So you, I got I got Alabama and Georgia in the national championship game. Yep, me too. Okay. Are you going to go out on that hey. limb? Yeah, hey, I'll take I, Cincinnati I and Michigan. All right. <laughs> 
No, they're going to go. It's going to be how about Georgia's going to beat them this time, guys. I think. And Georgia beats Alabama. I mean, we got time so, to make man. that pick. I think so. Well, they okay. might finally do something. They might finally do something. All right. What's Cincinnati? The Bearcats? Is yes, the mm-hmm. Bearcats. Yeah. You act like, yeah, yeah, you know, you act like they're... No, I'm thinking... <laughs> were they always... Or did they have another nickname and they changed it? Were they always the Bearcats? Uh, you, like you mean like a racist nickname? <laughs> a racist. <laughs> <laughs> is, that the, is that your way of saying it? Yeah. Well, everybody's changed their nicknames, yeah. right? Yeah. No, not, not, only if they had to. Yeah, only if they had to. Uh, all right, I'm looking hey, it up. Bill, by the way, 15 from Oklahoma. 15 from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, that's, that's – uh, I can see that. All right, I am checking them on Bearcats here. Uh, University of Cincinnati. And that's the fourth most on – Fourth most? Yeah, of any school. Wow. Isn't that something? So we're one of the West Coast teams the most? One of them is. Southern Cal? Or UCLA, UCLA, Mick. Yeah, you know how you know how Cincinnati got the nickname Bearcats. Yeah, because there's no Bearcats in Ohio. What is a Bearcat? I have no idea. I don't think there. Uh, then how do you know they're in Ohio? Thing? <laughs> I don't, is, it, is it such a thing? I thought they just made it up. Okay, the Bearcat became the UC mascot in 1914 in a football game against the UK Wildcats. That'd be the Kentucky Wildcats. Key players uh, in the birth of the Bearcat were a star UC player named Bear, a creative cheerleader, and a talented cartoonist. It's too long a story, but it was because a player had the last name Bear, and they turned it into Bearcats. Hmm. So they've been to Bearcats. Yeah, so there you go. So once again, does it truly exist? <laughs> I, no, it does not. It's fictional. Okay. Yeah, and right. I don't know what they were called before. Where they took the field that day when when uh, the player named Bear. Uh, don't say what the nickname was before. Wait, so. you said he was a cheerleader and a football player. <laughs> no, it was. It was. He was no, a player, a and then there was a cheerleader another, too. Uh, yeah, and then a talented yeah. cartoonist. Cartoonist. The crowd yeah, took up true. the cry. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll tell the whole story. Uh, UC cheerleader Norman Pat Lyon building on the efforts of a fullback named Teddy Teddy Bear <laughs> created the chant. They may be wildcats, but we have a bear cat on our Aha, side. It's like the lion. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The linebacker, yeah. Uh-huh, that's right. And the cartoon, uh, there was a cartoon depicting a bedraggled Kentucky Wildcat being chased by a creature labeled Cincinnati Bearcat. And there you have it, the last time we will ever talk about the Cincinnati Bearcats. Thank God, thank God. <laughs> or maybe the Cowboys have to become the the Lion Boys. <laughs> okay. Oh no, they got a good cornerback this year, Bill. Yeah. Oh, the Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati's got It'll a corner. Last time we okay. talk about Cincinnati. Okay. Me. All right. So I'm about to do a little film session with Will McClay, and I'll get to the bottom of it. All right. Okay. All Happy right. New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank All God right. this is over. <laughs> <laughs> and we will talk at you again on Monday after another Cowboys victory. Go Cowboys. <laughs> This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?